What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining us and welcome to Elite Fantasy Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Dennis. You can follow me at Fantasy Matt EFN. Uh, joined today by my two good friends and fantasy degenerates, Roger Bailey. You can follow him at the Square 606. And Pat Wendelkin. You can follow him at City Stars 136. Man, what a week five, dude. It's been um it's been a crazy fantasy week, a roller coaster ride so far for uh, for fantasy in general. Some very high, high weeks of a lot of scoring and some very low weeks. And this is kind of a combination, I think. Between the two, I think there's some high-scoring games and then some crazy surprises. Uh, but uh, yeah, why don't you guys jump on in, man? How has your week been so far? Weekend, I should say. Good, Roger. What, what do you got for this, brother? Yeah, no, it's been good. You know, um, <laughs> all my teams are riding down to Monday Night Football <laughs> to see what. Oh happens. yeah, I've we're, I've got it playing in the background, so we're definitely yeah. we're scoping the game. It's Monday evening at seven twenty-eight p.m. Central Time. Um, so yeah, we'll be constantly maybe dropping some hints about how the game is going, and this will drop tomorrow morning at seven. Uh, but yeah, um, we'll try to make it as quickly as possible for this episode. Uh, we're going to start off with Roger taking us through any new injuries. This is only going to be injuries as of Sunday. Then I'll throw it over to Pat. Pat will take you through some news. There are some important news nuggets that we want to jump into and, and kind of set the stage for the next week or the season in some cases. Um, and then after that, we'll jump into week five. We'll talk about some waiver pickups. And then some surprising, you know, studs, and then some disappointments, or you know, or the the, the big shit turds. Um, so, with that being said, man, Roger, take it away. Take us through some of the uh, news or the injuries. Sorry for the uh, week five. Yeah, obviously the biggest one is uh, Rashad Penny out for the year uh, with broken fibula. Uh, obviously sad. Um, guy's been forty games out of eighty-two. He's not played in his career, so you know, dude, it's a, yeah, uh, yeah. Bro- broken tibula. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So you know, exciting. I it's guess. Surgery. Yeah. Yeah for, yeah. for the Walker managers, I guess you know this is what you were waiting for. We we everyone kind of expected it. An injury, not something like this. But uh, I hope he gets back. Hope he gets better. But it yeah, makes me makes me uh, start to interject. It makes me kick myself in dynasty for taking um, Traylon Burks over Kenneth Walker yeah. now because that was. Obviously, Penny is known for being Penny, and he gets injured. But yeah, I mean, it's a shame, man. I mean, it's, it's a disappointment for him. I mean, he looked like he was off to a good year. So if yeah. you ever want to see anybody get injured, especially somebody who's consistently injured, it sucks. Yeah, well, I think he had that great game the week before against the Lions. So, I mean, you know, we'll see him next year. Uh, you yeah. know, so the, other, the other injuries, I'm not going to get too deep into them because we're still waiting on confirmation for some. But just to note, um, Tyreek Hill was walking around with a boot uh, foot injury, and he could miss some time based off – what we've been hearing um, could be up to three weeks, but just monitor that situation. T Higgins was in my lineup. Uh, didn't have an injury and apparently did have an injury all at the same time. There's an ankle injury. Don't know how serious it is. Uh, he wanted well, to go back in. Zach Taylor kept him out. So we'll see. 10 snaps is what I had heard during the broadcast. I think he only got 10 snaps in for the day. And he was stat, on. Yeah. From what I had heard, I mean, again, I didn't pull up the stats. I didn't look at him. I just, during the broadcast, they said it, they believe it was around 10, 10 snaps. So it, it was very actually quick, on the yeah. field. So yeah. yeah. Uh, James Conner for the second time this season left a game early with a rib injury. Not sure exactly what's going on with that. Again, you would just need to monitor that. Damian Harris, Harris, hamstring injury. Um, That's again, awesome. Yeah, hamstrings are yeah. tough. So especially for running back. Again, we don't know much yet. Just waiting for the results, waiting for more testing and more news. Um, and Baker Mayfield, foot and ankle, also in a walking boot after the game. Um, could be enough. Here's the question: Is he really injured? Is he really injured, or are they just like using this as an excuse to move on and get something somebody else in there? That's my. Question. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. Um, you know, but just if you, if for some reason you did have Baker Mayfield, um, <laughs> you, you may want to pay attention. What the hell would you be playing if you had Baker Mayfield, man? You should not be playing fantasy football. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Super flex. I mean, D- dynasty, yeah. dynasty, super yeah. flex, maybe on your bench, but like you should not be playing that guy. Sorry. Right. No, not at all. All right, all right, man. So, Pat. Yeah, all right, sweet. Thanks, Roger, man. Pat, take it uh, away. There's only a couple for you, but uh, take it yeah, away, man. That's cool. Um, keeping in the spirit of those good old Panthers, uh, <laughs> Mr. Matt Rule fired. That wasn't a, that wasn't like it was a surprise. We all knew that was coming for sure. Yeah, for a sure. Horrible start again. So he's gone. Nothing really to talk about there. Uh, Ron Rivera said there's a good opportunity for Anton Gibson to be used as a returner with. Brian Robinson back, so that yeah, shows Antonio, yeah. 
Antonio Gibson yeah. is going to be a punt returner now. That's, well, that's, I mean, we, we kind of all saw the writing on the wall, but I mean, after the first week that he was back for him to like kind of just yeah, Brian Robinson being back, that is for him to kind of throw Antonio Gibson back to kick returners kind of says a lot. So, yeah, no, that's, that's that. And then uh, nothing too crazy, but uh, Deshaun Watson is back with the team. He's cleared to be in meetings on a limited basis. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, this is going to be the ramp up. So um, obviously we're ending week five. So they already had their game. So for them, technically, they are done with week five. They're into week six already. Um, and I believe it's he's spending 11 games. So he comes back to the 12th game because he's had a bye. So Correct. They're obviously, they're obviously going to be ramping that back, that back up. It is a limited basis, like, like uh, Pat had said. So um, he doesn't get a lot of interaction. I think he gets some time with the trainers. He gets certain meetings with both the coach and also his, obviously, offensive coordinator and his QB coach, but it's not a lot. So I'm sure over the next couple of weeks, you'll hear a lot more about them ramping that up as he's getting more uh, acclimated with the offense and the new team. So, yeah, so awesome. Appreciate the uh, the news. Again, it wasn't a lot, but um, I always make sure we're giving you guys as much as we can. All this information, even the Matt Rule firing, we're kind of, kind of talking about that. So that being said, so before we get into waiver pickups, I want to ask both of you guys, because we're obviously in Dynasty Leagues, and I want to make sure, want to make sure we're consistently – Talking about, um, you know, dynasty, different formats that we have, fantasy, dynasty, whatever that may look like. If you, let's say, you're in a league, would you be interested in trying to acquire DJ Moore? Because right now, from what the news is trickling out, and whether or not this is true or not, there's rumors out there and there's news and, and reputable people reporting this news saying that the uh, Carolina Panthers organization is shopping their players which would obviously mean CMC, it would mean DJ Moore, it would mean whoever else you want to put into the mix in order to get uh, adequate draft capital going forward. So kind of question real quick, both of you, DJ Moore, would you look to inquire him or acquire him, I should say, in Dynasty? Uh, I would I would say, I say yes. I mean, it, it might be like if the shoe fits, you wear it. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Like if it fits the system or – you actually get a decent quarterback that can actually work with him and there may be a better, you know, offensive coordinator to put something together. I think he might be able to fit in. Okay. So I, I wouldn't, yeah. I would take a flyer for him for sure. Yeah. Obviously not going to be sell. You're not going to be buying him for the top dollar either. Yeah. I mean, the assumption is that he's had a really rough season. So who knows where it could be, you know, he could have another struggle next year. So, I mean, obviously you shouldn't have to pay a premium, but um, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, CMC would either be worried if you had them to get rid of them either in regular or redraft or dynasty, or do you just kind of hold, hold, hold steady and hope that like they start utilizing him a little bit better. He's obviously had up and down games this season, but just want to kind of throw that out there. Obviously any major shifts in a team like this, you want to make sure we're addressing kind of the big players because it affects those players specifically. So I'll throw that to Roger. What do you think? Um, if I, uh, I want CMC, if I can get him, I'm going to go for it. Uh, if I have him, I'm holding him. If, if he gets You're traded, holding. that's great. Okay. If he doesn't, yeah. he stole the offense. I mean, it's CMC. Uh, yeah, I, I want him everywhere I can have him. Um, he's been steady. You know, he hasn't had those high ceiling games yet this year, but the offense has been disarray, in disarray. But he's playing well, um, maybe just not what we were accustomed to seeing. But steady, healthy, productive, that's, that's great. I'd, I'd get him anywhere yeah. I could. Yeah, f- fair. I, it sounds like a stupid question, but I think, again, we just should be asking these questions like, as no, we're getting not, yeah. these major news. So. Yeah. All right. But on DJ Moore, too, and Dynasty, just I would I would be chasing him. Yeah. And, and what tidbit for that, too, with McCaffrey? Um, he's only going to be, you know, only only certain teams can actually afford him anyway with his salary. That salary. This year yeah, it's cheap, sure. but the next two years it balloons back up, like doubles up. So yep. he's got limited homes to go to. There. Somehow the Rams will find a way to get it. <laughs> <laughs> the Rams who always go over the cap and never have to pay over the cap or whatever. They just have they're like the Yankees. I mean, let's just call it what it is, right? Although they they win, the Yankees don't. Well, who knows? Maybe they'll pull off this year, but I never I digress. Those will win again, usual. I know the story, bro. It's gonna be a repeat. All right, so let's jump right in. Sorry for digressing there in a minute, but I just thought it was worth a, a quick conversation. So waiver pickups. Let me throw it over to Pat to start. What are your top four waiver pickups? And then we'll go to Roger after that. Sure. Um, let's start with uh, Brian Robinson. Kind of, you know, briefly talking about it. Uh, I think he's ready to go, man. This is, you know, he, let him go. Let him shine. See what he's got. That's it. Yep. I mean, I would agree. Like coming off the the box, if you look at the box score, if you box score shopper, he didn't have an, an epic game by any means. But 
the fact that it's his first game back after getting shot, they didn't know, you know, we spoke, talked about this on Saturday. We didn't know how much he was going to get. Um, the fact that like the coach is already talking about, you know, taking Antonio Gibson and putting him as a kick returner. So Brian Robinson can get more cracks at, at running back. I mean, that kind of says it all. So I agree with that. He, he may have been forgotten in one of your redraft leagues. So definitely just, you know, surf the, uh, uh, surf the waivers, make sure you pick him up quickly. You should have picked him up probably last week. Um, but if he's there, grab him. So I agree, man. Great, great call. Um, second one I have on my uh, radar is uh, Geno Smith. Dude's yeah. playing lights out compared to some of the top drafted quarterbacks. He's outperforming by far a lot of people. All right, so 1,300 yards, basically, and he's ranked 11th in yardage. That's tied seventh with nine touchdowns, with two interceptions. Yeah, he's, he's been insane. You, you know, you know who he's better than. And the, I'll, I'll say one, and then I want to hear Raja throw out some other ones that he would take Geno Smith over. He's, you know, who he's better than Russell Wilson. There you and go. I'll leave it at that, and then I throw it over Roger. So who else would you put? <laughs> the easy. I'll take the easy one, uh, Roger. Who else would you take Geno Smith over? Let name a quarterback or two. There's, there's a superstar stud that like has has epically been failing. Or a couple that you might might throw. So, anyways. Oh, oh well, right now I, I play him over Stafford. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's yeah. what I was going after. Yeah, I mean, but I'd play him over – I mean, I'd take him over Garoppolo, Zach Wilson, um, Davis Mills. I mean, just, you know, guys, maybe super flex leagues thinking in that way, you would start Davis Mills at the beginning of this year before you would have Geno Smith, and now that's absolutely on its face. Um, yeah. But that's true. I mean, of in the redraft league, I would play him over Stafford or Russell Wilson for sure. You have to yeah. until until he proves otherwise. At this point, we're five weeks into it, and he's he's doing it. Well, and not only is he doing it, he's also playing against the Saints, who the Saints notoriously have a really good defense. So, yeah, I thought he was going to fall on his face. To be honest with you, I actually had to play him in one league because it was a I, yeah, it's a super plus dynasty league, and and I had an injury to Tua, so I had no choice but to play him, and I was not expecting much. Um, but I mean, he he's looked legit. So yeah, great call. Great call, Pat. So two more, man. Throw it out there. All right. Uh, next one on there is Kenneth Walker. As we same team, on. yeah. yeah same and, team. Uh, Penny out, and like we touched on earlier, and we've actually spoke about it when we were doing our uh, draft. Uh, he was he was on a lot of people's radar, and here he is, right right on time, basically. Yeah. Yes, sir. Ken or Ken, don't call me Kenneth Walker for sure. Love yes. it. So he's a he's a must, and then uh, last one I'll touch on is uh, Eno Benjamin. A lot of injuries down in that that running running game. So next man up, that's him. Yeah, and, and yeah, I mean, the whole backfield for the Cardinals right now is like looks like a cluster of injuries. So Eno Benjamin for sure, he should have been picked up again. This is a player who should have been on somebody's bench, but if he's not, even if they even if you're like, there's no chance. There's one. There's some leagues where you're just like you're amazed that somebody's left on the waiver wire that nobody even. Yeah, they should have picked him up, but nobody did. So it's always worth just double checking, go through everybody's name. You never know who's going to get missed because there's this there's the assumption in leagues that like, oh, there's no way this player's here, so you don't even search it, and the player's still sitting there two weeks later. So just check it, see if they're there. Yes, sir. All right, throw it over to Roger, man. What are your four? Yeah, uh, I like Jacoby Myers after what I saw. Um, Patriots' schedule isn't too terrible. Bailey Zappi's showing to be competent. Um, they play the Browns, Bears, and Jets the next three games. So That's great, Mac great schedule coming up. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, the Browns aren't what we thought they were going to be. Uh, not so formidable. Uh, and uh, Jacoby Myers, you know, doing it, getting a touchdown, which is very rare. But I think he had uh, 10 targets, 8 receptions, 100 and something yards, and then the touchdown. So I, I like him a lot. Uh, I know he's back on waivers after the season, how the season started yep. for the Patriots. Um, yeah, so definitely, definitely, if he's out there um, with some of the duds that we're seeing at the receiver position, um, exactly. Go for so, it. Yeah. So, real quick, to just jump in there, eight, eight targets, seven receptions, 111 yards, and then one touchdown. He definitely led the team in targets, receptions, and yards, and was the only wide receiver to actually have a touchdown. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely pick up Jacoby Myers. Um, and we talked about this last week, but if he is still on your waivers, um, do pick up Mike Boone because it is a season-long role. And if it is a, just a – he's the backup, but it's a 40% share. Um, he had a good outing. He had almost 80, some, 80 total something yards, a few receptions. Uh, I think, what do you have, 10 carries, Matt? Is that what we said? Uh, yeah, I believe so. It was like a total of 10. He had s- seven carries. 
um, like 35, 36 yards rushing, but then he had the targets as well that went with it that obviously upped his total, his total yeah. uh, PPR points. And I think you got to view him as how we would, how we were viewing Melvin Gordon as he's a spot start. He's a flex play. Yep. Sometimes he's getting the share that Melvin Gordon had when Williams was healthy. So he's definitely yep. worth adding for depth. And if anything happens to Gordon, this is a year long thing. So that could be an RB two RB low end RB one. We don't know. You know, um, yeah, there's this. I'm gonna I'm gonna interject because all three of us are in a dynasty league together. It's the Elite Fantasy Nation Podcast League, and there's somebody who must be listening to our podcast because I keep getting trade offers that are trying to give me players that we mentioned. Like somebody offered me Mike Boone um, to take away. Hold on, I'm gonna tell. I won't say who the person's name is because I'm hoping they listen. Um, but I'll tell you what this trade offer was, and I apologize for for interjecting, but I think it's funny. Um, he wanted to give me Brees Hall. Reynolds and Mike Boone, and then take away my two first round draft picks and uh, Jamison Williams. And I was like, yeah, it's a little too too stiff for my blood, but decent for Brees Hall. I mean, yeah, that's tough. Uh, yeah, but two first, uh, yeah. Two first with Jamison Williams, who could easily be a first round draft pick. You know, I mean, it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's tough. That's a tough one. Um, <laughs> it's just it's it's funny listening to like as we name drop or talk about people in good or bad ways. Like I keep getting trade offers for those said players, dude. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. There, I'll, I'll edit it out. But there, there's there's the pinging of Pat keeps getting emailed and he never gets emailed over the last two episodes. He's got emailed like seven times. So I keep having to edit them. It's the most ridiculous things. I'm not going to tell you. It's like the stupidest things. All right, go ahead, Roger. Sorry, stealing your thunder, bro. No, you're right, man. Uh, next up is Deami Brown. Um, Jahan Dotson is still dealing with a concussion, so, or I'm sorry, hamstring, and we're not sure when he's coming back. Uh, after this week, Deami Brown had a had a great outing. Um, had not seen anything from him last year, uh, so this this week he had 24.5 fantasy points in PPR league. Um, only four targets, two receptions, 105 yards. I, I think after seeing that, the Redskins are going to be inclined to to take some more shots with him um two touchdowns as well with that 105 yards so it's um fair you know we, yeah. we can't look at gabriel davis and say oh he's a must-have and then look at this performance and say ah, it was just luck you know like yes it's not the bills offense but when you get this sort of production this sort of lightning quick production from a guy like this and you have a receiver down he might be worth taking a shot on man the Redskins are going to throw a lot. So yeah, it, it, well, and they drafted him last year, and he's supposed to be something coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Like they they drafted him with high capital. They thought it was going to be something. He never panned out. Um, so yeah, th- I mean, it's a surprise that it was too like this much of an epic blow up. I mean, in one game, and that was kind of a surprise. But um, the prospect was there. I think to some people, they saw it. So great call. Yeah. Next up is uh, Cleo Shakir um, with McKenzie out. He 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 showed some promise. Showed some production. Boise State. Yeah. State, yeah, 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 yeah. It was uh, five targets, three receptions, 75 yards, and a touchdown. So I think it's a good pickup for depth, especially in deeper leagues. Um, with Crowder out, the, McKenzie and Crowder are already, already split in that slot role. You know, they were rotating in and out. And if Shakir just earned some more playing time, he could be valuable. Um, and if anything happens to McKenzie, he could be very valuable. For sure. Great call, man. I think all, all eight of those, I think, are really good. Specifically, your last two, I think, for for – dynasty specifically roger mm-hmm. i think could be you know one of those a couple of those players i i either have or had and dropped them at certain points so they're worth <clears throat> excuse me exploring and you, yeah especially in deeper benches pick them up if two weeks later or three weeks later they're they're, they're crap again then you just drop them it's not really a big deal but it's worth taking a flyer on them and specifically now we talked about this before we jumped on the pod so starting next week week six i should say which is pretty much after this game bye weeks are starting to kick in. So you're starting to see you're going to need replacements for some of these players. And these are guys who are worth at least picking up. Even if you don't have a bye week now, hold on to them and see how they do over the next couple of weeks. See if they can carry that consistency. And if they can carry that consistency to give you more, um, you'd be more advantageous. to feel stronger to give you more strength and kind of more um, prospect of like actually putting them in and use, utilizing them. So again, pick them up. Worst case, they sit on your bench, and you probably spent two fab for him. So this last CS was like, well, shouldn't cost you a lot. So um, real quickly, we didn't really necessarily talk about it in a, in a big level, but um, I'm sure a few of us, uh, or we can probably, each of us can name off at least one or two just like surprises, man. Like, what are some duds, man? And, and honestly, like, I'll, I'll start 
I'll start from the very beginning. We kind of we kind of talked about it. I mean, there's numerous things we talk about, but I mean, I think from a full season perspective, Matt Stafford, man, what the hell is going on? We made excuses the first two weeks, wasn't there during the during the off season, um, but I mean now, like, like what the hell is going on in that offense? They look like a joke. He looks lost. Um, yeah, so that's my first guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm just uh, like, I don't have to say. It's just like, uh, yeah, it's like, it's like a hangover, line. man. Yeah, their offensive line needs. I mean, they had five different combinations of starters. This was the fifth. I mean, so every week they just haven't figured that out. I know there are injuries. I think with the interior linemen, so uh, some of that is going to be that. But still, it's it's just the way they're constructed. It's the way they're set up. They're, they're so top heavy financially that they don't have depth, and this is the problem you're going to run into when you don't have depth and you have injuries, and it doesn't. Yeah. Seem, yeah. yeah. Yes, I, I agree with that, but I mean, it's like they got to then rechange. I feel like they're trying to do the same exact offense that they had last year, and they obviously yeah. don't have the same offense that they had last year. So, like at some point, if you're offensive minded, you need to start scheming the ball to get players to get the ball yeah. in players' hands, and you can't keep throwing it to Cooper Cup like 17 times and expecting it to like continually win you games. It's not. Well, it's yeah, not and I, exactly, and I think at this point, teams are just letting that happen um, because they can contain them. You know, like they don't want to get deep beat or beat yeah. deep. Sorry. Yeah. Maybe, maybe things open up when Van Jefferson comes back. Maybe there's some, some help there, a spark, just having that guy who can stretch the field. But, uh, I mean, I still think the line and yeah, Stafford does look just off still. Um, I don't know how much the arm is impacting him, but they're just, they're just not, uh, they're not cohesive. They're not, you know? No, but I want to say one thing. You got to credit two phenomenal defenses back to back. San Fran is playing phenomenal. Oh, and they are. The Cowboys' yeah. defense is rocking right now. So I'm yeah. going to give you the other end of the stick where you got you went against two insanely great defenses. Not, sure. not, no, fair, Pat. Like, excellent, excellent call because they are really good defenses and then they'd be recognized as such. But I mean, also, like, good offenses should be able to, 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 to kind of at least counterbalance. And maybe you don't, maybe you're not going to have an epic day, day, but like you shouldn't have two games where you're just like, you look like he looks like a bottom, bottom team. He doesn't look like even a mediocre team at this point. So. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, the line sucks. Like, you know, Roger, you guys were saying, but you know, you're also going against like, I'm telling you that Cowboys is, it's gotta be like what top, like top it's three. Fucking legit. It's sure. fucking I mean, legit. Yeah. They're, they're constantly after everyone they play. Like, and like I said, you know, week six, man, I'm excited for that Eagles game, man. That's going to be. It's going to be good. It's going to be a true test of the Eagles, man. Yep. Are they really that good? Or are they just able to get. And also give them two. Eagles defense is looking insanely legit, too. So it's not just. Cowboys have been playing awesome, but I think everybody's surprised by how good the Eagles defense has been. And the Eagles uh, offensive line is phenomenal. So it's going to be that. Yeah. Is, I'm looking It's going to be a true test. Yeah. All right, so Pat, real quick, so one, we'll just do one each. So throughout your your biggest disappointment for the year, we'll say for the year, not for the week. Um, I want to say that George Kittle, man, I, I expected way more to be honest with you. All right, this is like, no matter who's at quarterback, I mean, he, you know, he came out like a rocket, looking all like you know, showing off top top five tight end, all these stats, and then where is he? <laughs> you know, it's like, he's like off the radar, completely off the grid. I'm like his numbers are. There's nothing even. There's nothing that even stands out besides being literally horrible. <laughs> and it's not even injury. Usually, before you could chalk it up to injury when he was playing, you're like he's guaranteed at least 15 points. And now yeah, it's like no injury, five, six, seven points, and no injuries, and they're just not utilizing him at all. And nope. he's got his buddy back. He's got Jimmy G. Correct. You know, so it's not like Trey Lance, where Trey Lance is like not throwing it to him. He's trying to look deep the whole time or trying to run it. I mean, this is his boy. So yeah, that, that's a huge surprise. Good call. Yep. Raj, man, what do you got? Who's the biggest? Who's the biggest dud bitch that you don't want to <laughs> that you want to be associated with? I mean, the, I mean, well, I mean, I think the biggest dud this, if they're doing the season, it's got to be Russell Wilson. I mean, yeah, it, it has to be. The the Broncos offense hasn't scored. Have they scored twenty points yet? Nope. I, I don't know if they even scored. I'm gonna look points. it up. I, but we're all like our numbers are rolling in our heads. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, they barely score like thirteen points the first couple of games. I mean. Right, uh, you know, they beat San Francisco was eleven to ten or something. You know, like they're just they're not. Yeah, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Quarter yeah, of a McManus million dollars. Makes all the points happen in that damn team. To be honest with you, a lot of field goals. Yeah, it's just. I mean, you have if you're. <laughs> I just don't know how he's not the biggest disappointment. It was the most hyped story. It was the crowning the AFC West as the most competitive, most difficult, toughest division, and then the Raiders shit the bed and, and the Broncos are no better. And this, this is their offensive prowess. If that's even mm-hmm. a word, 
Um, also, like, I'll throw out random names that may not be the accurate names. Just go with them. We're just going to, whatever. We're good. So 16 points week one. Uh, 16 points week two. Uh, 11 points week three. Mm-hmm. 23 points week four. And then a whopping nine points last week when it was the field goal bonanza. I'm just like, let's just everybody fucking kick field goals because no, neither of the quarterbacks look like anything, a, yeah, anything a, beyond fucking trash, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. If you were rattling off those scores about a it's defense. It's the Bears, Chicago Bears. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Well, but but that, that's a great defense, right? That's, that's the yeah, 85 yeah. Bears. <laughs> when you're rattling yeah. that off about offense, that's, that's terrible. I mean, especially today. But even that's league, the Bears offense. That's what I'm saying. That's the Bears offense. They might you know? be better. They the are. That's what I'm saying. Points, as, as, as much as everybody's making fun of the, and rightfully so, about Fields, like they've scored over 15 points at least two or three times. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I just, I think, yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, I would say the biggest disappointment is the AFC West at large. That's the Chargers team. have been mediocre. Um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The, um, yeah, no, the AFC West, Russell Wilson. I mean, it's all of it. It's just been a big disappointment. Um, you can't be super happy if you're a Herbert owner at this point. <laughs> like, no. you know? Quarterbacks, I think quarterbacks in general, like I think, man, yeah. been across the board disappointment. You could say Aaron Rodgers, we knew his team was going to be tough, right? But the fact that, yeah. like, you know, he hasn't he hasn't been playing great yet. Uh, Tom Brady, who looks yeah. like at times he doesn't have his he doesn't have his, he doesn't have his weapons. I get it, but like there's still been disappointments. All but it's di- it's different because it's not just like I, I, it, why Russell Wilson is so much more like Justin Herbert is a disappointment in fantasy. Russell Wilson is a disappointment in fantasy and in real football. In life, Aaron, Aaron, Ro- Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is still playing well. He's no, just he not is. putting fantasy points. I mean, Tom Brady is still an efficient quarterback. He's just not giving you fantasy points. Russell Wilson's not doing either. Yep, yeah. that's that's fair. I call them I call them trash on Twitter. So that's fair too. <laughs> he's more worried about selling merchandise and other things right now. He's not. He needs to talk to Baker Mayfield and and, yeah. and figure out how quickly that can end. God. So yeah. Yeah. Paying, the quarter of a billion dollar quarterback. All right, we we can move on. I, we we believe. I think it's worth talking about. There's a lot of frustration on the on the offensive side because he was also that hurts a lot of other other players that come out of that. So. Mm-hmm. All right, let's jump into the games. We're going to go through the games. You know, we'll, we'll I'll talk about the scores. If we feel like there's anything worth highlighting that we want to stop and dive into a little bit deeper, I think we should. Uh, we're at about the halfway mark, about 30 minutes in. Um, so let's get going here. So we already talked about Thursday Night Football, so we don't need to kind of relive that, rehash that. But I do want to talk about the, the London game, which is the New York Giants Jesus, and the Green Bay Packers. So... Pat, I'll throw it to you first, man. What's your overall take on this game? I feel like we, we felt like jumping in, we felt like this is a game worth highlighting for at least a few minutes. Dude, he, uh, man, Saquon's back, bro. That's like, you know, yeah. here in New York, that's huge. Uh, you know, Danny Dimes is showing out, and, and we're going to give it credit to the new coaching staff. And oh, for sure. Dude, that's it. That's all it is. They've killing yeah. it. Like, it's all it's been talked about all day today on the radio was, you know, where these guys are headed, and that's it from here. It's all, it's only up from here. They couldn't get any lower. So, bro, how many injuries did they have on the, on the wide receiver core? And oh, yet- I mean, like everybody, like literally, it's legitimately like so much, man. Like it's we're having like rookies. Like I mean, was it, it was named uh, Robinson or something? I have that one guy or R- Ricky James. James, yeah. I was listening to the broadcast. Literally, I want to say it was Mark Sanchez says, "I wish they can I just call him Rick James." <laughs> like, like i'm rick james bitch and like he He's, literally said on the broadcast and i like almost pissed my pants man i thought it was hilarious i was like mark mark sanchez you go mark dude Sanchez with a butt fumble he's that's what he's i know <laughs> dirty dirty mark sanchez <laughs> whatever yeah no yeah, yeah. it was uh all you hear is saquon 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 then they're talking about who are you gonna franchise and who are you gonna pay between the two because you can only pick one so that was today's that was- Oh, between Saquon and the quarterback, Dude, Saquon, a- where you're gonna go? Like, are you gonna pay one? And then they're so they're saying pay dimes franchise. Saquon was kind of like what I heard. Yeah, more that'd make that'd make more sense just because like Saquon could have an injury next year and his career could be. I mean, the running backs. No offense to Saquon. I mean, he's been looking phenomenal. Saquon loved yeah. him out of Penn State, so he's been a beast. When he came out of Penn State, I was like, he's gonna be 
an epic running back in the NFL. Unfortunately, injuries derailed that a lot. Yeah. So, so you hit the Giants. I don't throw to Roger, man. Green Bay Packers, man. What the hell is going on over there? Um, I mean, I, th- I think that it, it, it's they're still sorting things out. Um, uh, I was uh, Romeo Dubs didn't really step up. Randall Cobb Dubs. stepped up. Had a great, yeah, Dubs, Dubs. I think. And I hear it every everyone says it differently now. So I like Dubs. I'll go Dubs. Um, so we'll. <laughs> But yeah, you see, it, a, you see a potato, I see a potato. How about right, that? Right, right. It's it's uh yeah, Cobb did well. Um, I, I still think they're working things out, but I, but I, I think it kind of goes back to just the Giants. When we talked last week, I said that this would be a huge game for Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, and because the Giants' defense against the run was terrible, but their pass defense looked solid. But maybe that was just because of weakness of the rush defense. It wasn't. I, I think they just played a string of bad quarterbacks who could only all they could do was run as a team. The Giants absorbed a ton of oppor- or attempts, and so those numbers may be off. The Giants' defense may just be pretty good. They are. Yeah. They, they, they yeah, honestly they, do. like. It, it, and I, it goes back to what Pat said. Their coaches would like. You could see it in that game, man. They believed that they're going to win. They're, like towards the end, even though Green Bay and, and you had Aaron Rodgers on the other side. Aaron Rodgers, like comeback king, like last minute touchdowns, last minute wins, yeah. like drive to win. They looked like they were not rattled at all. They looked like they expected to win with a rookie coach, like an offensive-minded yeah. rookie coach, mind you. So, like, yeah, and they're but they're not giving up, and I think that's the difference: is they're buying into the scheme, they're buying into the coach, they're buying into each other, and they're winning close games. I think everything outside of the Bears believing. game, yeah, but even the Bears game was one score if you got a two-point conversion, right? Yeah. They're winning close games, they're staying in, they're fighting, and that's, that's yeah, uh, I, I will say if they don't want to move forward with Daniel Jones, this great start may hurt it's hurting them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, they're kind of fucked themselves, to be honest yeah. with you. But, but they, I mean, I mean who, who knows, maybe, yeah. you, you go back, you, dude, honestly, like, go back to Josh Allen, who we'll talk about in a minute here, he had two horrendous years where people were like, what a joke. Like we knew he couldn't play in this, in this league, you know, like he's such a shitty quarterback. They need to move on from him. He, they got the right offensive system. He believed in it. They believed in him and look where they're at now. I mean, literally that's all they were talking about the, during the broadcast is about like, yeah. they put the people behind them. They believed in him. They went all in, push all the chips in to make him become the Josh Allen. It's either you or bust. And he, he stepped up. So maybe this is, Maybe this is Daniel Jones's like step up year, and we're gonna look yeah. back at it and be like, "Wow, couldn't believe we didn't think he was gonna be a good quarterback." Yeah, uh, but just to answer the question about the Packers, I'm not worried about the Packers. I think this is just a surprise game. Um, I, I think they're gonna get better. Um, they drafted a lot on defense. They put their attention there. I think the receivers will come along. I do think Dobbs is gonna be a good receiver as the season goes on. Um, Somehow the Packers are going to find a way to make it close to the Super Bowl. They always do. I don't know how they do it, but they will. No, they won't. But they make it close. They never make it to the, they right. to the final show once. And yeah, I just be, I love, I love the, reminding yeah. I love reminding Green Bay Packer fans about that, like how amazing Aaron Rodgers is, and they've only been to the Super Bowl once with him. So that's all I'll say. Yeah. They'll make it to the playoffs. <laughs> Which is more than the Bears. More than the Bears. I agree. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we'll hit the next one really quickly. So um the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. So, Pat, take it away, man. And, again, we can do this one quick because I feel like there's a one team that we can highlight. I called it, and I'm going to stick with him, Mr. Gabriel Davis. That's all that's I, I gave it. That's why I gave it to you, man. How, how, how old do you think he's going to do when the teams – when all the wide receivers are back, though? I mean – I mean, he's the deep ball threat. Every Last year he ended on it, and he's right back to where he is. Like, when he's downfield, that's what he's looking for. He just he keeps have- running and running and running. He had that epic, yeah. He had that what was it like two hundred and fifty yards, or was it like four touchdowns, two hundred and fifty yards? I can't remember exactly. He it was last year, mind blowing against Kansas City. I want to say, or one of the one of the last. Roger, you, yeah, Roger usually remembers all the stuff like that. So, <laughs> oh, the, the four touchdown playoff game. Who was it? Yeah, was four the, touchdown playoff game. Yeah, no, it wasn't Kansas City. Um, man, who was it was because they lost. Yeah, I think it was Kansas City. No, and they lost. Yeah. yeah, and then then the Bengals went. Hey, listen, I know the story after that, but I'm pretty sure it was KC. Uh, we, no, we the Bengals beat KC. Yeah, yeah, that's so, why I went after that. But um, yeah, man, Gabriel Davis show Pittsburgh's going to rebuild year. They know this is the first. This is going to be Tomlin's first losing season, and that's it, man. Josh Allen's going to continue to dominate, especially pick on these little teams. And and Kenny Pickett, I was watching that game. He he 
he he didn't look rattled, man. I mean, he didn't have a great stat line. I'm not trying to pretend anything. It's his first. He's at Buffalo Bills. I think he held his own. The score yeah. shows you differently. Mm-hmm. But I think the way that he he held himself, the way that he did not look rattled, he was not shaking. He looked like he was in control of that offense for a rookie in week five and he at back. the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. He fought did back. You see did you see that guy? Dude, he, he got nailed. Leg? He got nailed. Yeah. He got pissed and he went and ran up to the guy and he, he yeah. like pushed the guy on his face. He's like, dude, don't come near me. And he, and he that, had no problem. Everyone likes he that. Got, everyone in here, everyone in the Steelers team loves that. That that was good. Oh, he got he had his mustard, man. He he literally is yeah. like you know, and later on there was another play where he got hit late and his offensive lineman cleaned some guy on the basically under the side of the on the sideline afterwards. He's like, Fuck that, dude, you don't touch my quarterback. Like, yeah, I think I think he has a shot to be a, a good quarterback. Yeah, he's they were saying pick. it. Yeah, they were, during the broadcast, they were saying that, like, yeah, they think that the Pittsburgh Steelers has a has a legitimate quarterback for the future. No. We'll see how that goes. Obviously, anything mm-hmm. can happen. It was one start, but he, he looked the part, for sure. Yeah, man. So, uh, all right, next game, we've got the L.A. Chargers with the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to throw this to Roger, man, so take it away, bro. Yeah, I mean, you know, Eckler went on it. A- Two week tear, sixteen carries, one hundred seventy yards. Yeah, I mean it's it's what we wanted to see. I think he went from like almost RB three to Droppable. now. Is, is he the is he the number one overall running back now? I think in fantasy for the week he was. Yeah, I mean no, I, no. I, I, I think between, between I think Fournette, right? Oh, maybe Fournette, but Eckler just jumped right back into like the top three or five after being in like RB three range uh, these first few weeks, and they had these two monster weeks. So I think the Chargers are figuring out that they need to use him, uh, even though they they they, they <laughs> you, got Joshua. You would think. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, J- Joshua Kelly still had ten carries. He had a good game too. Um, and so then, you know, to, yeah, to answer, uh, sorry to, to jump in because you were correct to answer answer your question. In PPR, full PPR, he is number one running back for the season so far. In standard, which nobody should be playing standard, we don't recommend that. He is number three. So sorry, Roger, to cut you off, but I just oh, you're you were one hundred percent correct. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, you know, the Browns saw what you know what we, what we expect. You know, Chubb, Hunt, Cooper. <laughs> it's Brissett. Yeah. I mean, Brissett. Brissett's um, manageable uh, if you need a quarterback. Uh, He's not going to blow a, the roof off, but you know, fourteen team league maybe. Yeah, super flex probably not in the region. I mean, yeah, not in super the flex. Team, no, yeah. no, 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 super flex. Sorry, I should have yeah. I should have clarified that. Thank you. Yeah. All right, I'm going to give this one to Pat, and then I'll save the our team for Roger. So we're going to go the Detroit Lions and New England Patriots. So that goes to you, Pat, man. Um, it's kind of like Pac-Man. Good. Pac-Man. Let me tell you something. Pac-Man. Very impressed by this little this rookie guy, man. He did he held his own. I mean, you know, Zappy, Zappy, you know, zapped them and shut out. And then the defense shut out the Lions. I mean, you know, Lions look competitive one day, and then who are they the next day? I mean, really, mm-hmm. dude. Looks, nobody, uh, none of us saw that coming. Yeah, I, that no. was like we were, we were texting. I was like, can you just believe the fucking New England Patriots just shut out the the Detroit Lions and golf? Yeah, with a rookie quarterback, basically. Like you know, I mean, the guy's like nothing. I mean, they, um, uh, I heard that Harris is now out this coming week or two, I believe, for, at the yeah, running back likely, position. Yeah, yeah Roger said it during injury. And, uh, so it looks like uh, I have uh, Stevenson starting, and he did well for me, and I'm going to be riding with him again next next few weeks possibly. Well, and then also Detroit's on a bye next week, so just remember that. So anybody on Detroit, you can, obviously can't use him. you got to figure out replacements. Yep. Um, and then hopefully when they come back, DeAndre Swift will be back as well because I feel like they need him because they – you know, Jamal Williams was good for the first week that Swift was out. I don't think people were expecting much from him, but without like a balanced attack, I don't think that's, I think that's why Detroit just looks so bad right now. It's because they don't have that balance attack. They don't have that threat for the run at this point. Yeah, so, not much all right. that one, man. <laughs> so I'm going to throw it over to Roger. We're going to do our Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. And I want to hear your take on this, man. Go ahead. Um, well, two things. Um, you, you can look at, a game of two halves. The Bears were terrible. 100%. 100% terrible. Two halves. Yeah. Two and different teams. Yeah, two different teams. But what I'll say is um, we had talked about it last week on the show, and I was saying in the hurry up or when they do no huddle, um, Kirk Cousins is leading the league in yards and completion percentage, and he's just he's dominant when they're just running plays, when they're just going. And they opened the series, the first series of the game in that. And they yep. just went right down the field. It was I think seventeen I, to seventeen to start the to start the game. That's yeah, three they, drives, they, first three yeah, drives. They, yeah, exactly. They ran a high tempo um, uh, pace, and Jefferson had I think five catches on the first drive. Sit four, four or five on Holy the first shit. drive. Holy shit! I'm sorry, twenty something the, points by the end of the half. Sorry, 
Roger, I cut you off completely, and I apologize, man. I just was watching Josh Jacobs is running amok, man. He just ran over, got loose in the backfield, and just ran the, the fuck over one of the defensive backs for Kansas City. He lowered his head and just like steamrolled him. Like he's running with, he's a man on a mission right now. So I apologize, Roger. Sorry, dude. No, no, he's uh, on the background, so I'm getting distracted. Sorry. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's what we expected. The usual suspects for the Vikings did well. Uh, Dalvin Cook. Had a great game again, two touchdowns. And the Bears, I mean, just first half was just god-awful. And second half, you saw life and you saw fight. Um, the defense stepped up. You did. I, I, I don't – I think that, yeah, the, the, the Vikings did score in the second half, but it was – I think it was just one score, one touchdown. But the but Cousins rushed it in at the end over there. Yeah, the that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, but the Bears' defense was just dominant. For the third quarter to the halfway through the fourth, I mean, just a dominant defense, and that was really great to see. And the offense started fighting, like for the first time, started fighting, going for it on fourth down, kicking an onside kick, taking shots downfield. It's what you want to see. Uh, at least they're playing to win. Yeah, and and honestly, like the one thing, and I'm going to go back to you credit, and I you totally need to get credit for the fact that what you called out last week, or when we talked about, I guess, the game on Saturday. When you mentioned Cousins, when it's like no pressure, he goes quick, doesn't have to think. We, we mentioned it, you know, like doesn't have to think. Like he plays better that way, right? Um, what I said also too at the same token was I hope the Bears go down big because what it's going to force the Bears coaching staff to do is take the reins off of Justin Fields. Remember? We were talking yeah. about that. And I said, yeah, I, hope, I, hope, I hope they get smoked. I hope coming out of the half, they're getting the asses fucking kicked. And then it's like time to like, you can't sit there when you're a coach and you're getting beat. And I, I didn't name a score, but you're getting beat 28 to seven. And they're like, oh yeah, let's keep running the ball, guys. We're in this game. No, at that point you're like, all right, pull up your straps. Let's go. Like it's it's game time. And yeah. I was trying to look for it and I apologize. I can't find. So this is, this is Field's final stats for the game. 15 of 22, 208 yards, one touchdown. Doesn't sound great. Sounds probably like a first half for a lot of, for a lot of, you know, elite quarterbacks, but. And again, I can't find the numbers exactly, but I do know where they're close. He went in a half with eight passing attempts. He was, I believe, three for eight with like 60-something yards going into the mm-hmm. half. So yeah. you take that. He came out of the half, and he ended up being basically 12 of 14, I believe, somewhere in that, with like 140 yards after that. Like, yeah. And that was in a yeah. high-tempo offense where it was like, go, go, go like execute execute pass he's doing check downs and i stopped watching it because i was like shit this game is a disaster and then yeah, apparently yeah. i'm gonna stop watching it from now on because like that's when they took off so like maybe next week i'll watch the thursday night football game yeah and there, there were a couple of mistakes made by pettis that weren't and fields made good throws um there was a smith great throw fumbled uh, yeah smith i mean mooney looked great mooney had that huge Dude, beautiful that catch. catch yeah no he's, i mean that it's there, it's what you wanted to see. I don't care if the Bears lose; just lose fighting, and and they did. You know that was good to see. So I, I think that was beyond a fight. To be honest with you, like that was like literally, even NFL teams could easily come out of that that locker room down twenty one to whatever it's twenty three. They looked like it was a worse beatdown than that. Like they could not even stop the Vikings' offense at all. Like they're getting trained, they're getting run over, yeah. and they come back the way that they showed up is just like yeah. I mean that that could be the game changer for the whole entire season. And his whole entire career. That could be the game that, like, we look back and we're like, wow, you know, like, this is the time when they, like, on, you know, took all the reins off and let let Justin Fields, like, be himself. So, yeah. And he, and I'll say one last thing and we'll move on. And it's only because it's the Bears and I'm probably rambling on as Mm -hmm. much as I am. But during the press conference at the end, they asked him a specific question, kind of about, like, hey, do you think this is your best game? And he's like, yeah, he's like, it definitely was. And they asked why. And his response was, is like, even though I played at Ohio State and played with elite talent, he's like, I came into the NFL and I was like, my, he's like, I was surprised at how fast and how big the defensive linemen were and how quickly they could come to you. And he's like, and I'm just now beginning to see that slow down. That was his words coming out of that. So he's now, the game, according to what he just said, he's starting to see that slow down and he's not rushing and speeding up as much as he feels he has to. So again, one game, whatever, but like, he may find that time when, like, and all quarterbacks say it, there's a point when the game slows down and you start to see it a lot clearer. And it, it might be one of those moments where, like, he's starting to see that in his career. I hope so. So, 
Yeah, yeah. I right. hope so. I'll shut up. <laughs> I think I bored Pat. He's like, welcome, talk more the, about- welcome to the Bears broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey, man, when you get to your bangles, man, we, we can listen to your bangles all day long, too. There's nothing to talk about anymore. That's it. Uh, don't say that. Excuse me. Uh, don't say that. So, all right. Seattle Seahawks, New Orleans Saints. Go to Pat. Dude, Gene, I'm telling you right now, man, Taysom Hill and Geno Smith were like the highlights in that, basically, in my eyes. Kamara came. Well, I'll give Kamara. You know, he's back in action. Looked okay. But, uh, dude, this guy Taysom Hill is like a Swiss Army knife. Throwing it, catching it, running it. I mean, the guy's insane. And then you got Geno Smith bombing the ball to lock it. Like, it's looked like Russell Wilson throwing it. Like he used to lock it. That's exactly who it looked like. If you're like Russell Wilson wishes he could throw the ball right now like that. So. Yeah, no. So, uh, yeah, man. Like I said, it was it was it was actually I actually watched that game. I was flipping back and forth. And it was, oh, you did? Yeah, it was fun to watch. I was like, dude, I'm like it's more exciting than half the other games that were going on. To be honest with you, so I was like, I want some action. You know, dude, it's thirty nine to thirty two. Like this is one of the surprises that I was like high scoring surprises. Like this is a surprise. Like. And they were battling, dude. These these guys really wanted it, and they were battling back and forth. Like you, it was yeah. big. And, I and it went to like the last, it went to the last drive, didn't it? Yeah, basically, man. And then, like like I said, look how close it came. And I'm like, oh my god. And and then, listen, the better team won at the end, and that's it. I mean, if Seattle had a better defense, they'd be. It would have been. It would lights out. Yeah, yeah, hands down. I'm like, watch this. I'm like, stop the run, you know, or you know, stop something. I said, but. Hey, it was interesting. I enjoyed it. It was great football, and that's what we want, man. And that's and, what we want, man. Oh yeah. And like I said, man, Geno Smith and Taysom Hill were like definitely the two highlight points for that game, for sure. Hell yeah, dude! I like it. I like it. And then again, Walker, Ken Walker. Yeah. Like, he, he, it was his, uh, com- it was his like coming out party, man. It was like put on the dude. It's it's your car. Here you go. Take it out for a spin. And he he fucking took it out for a spin and ran some people over. It looks like so. That's got to be – I'm telling you now, if he, if he's not, to everyone out there, that is your number one waiver pickup. If he is available and you have if he's, yeah. if he's available, got to get him. Hands down. 100%. Hands down. No doubt. Chalk it up. All right, we're going to do uh, Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. This one was a surpriser as well. Maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. Take it away, Roger. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to like what you saw with Brees Hall and Michael Carter. Um, <laughs> they're both – uh, to 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 be fair, Michael Carter scored two touchdowns that Brees Hall did all the work for. But I know. <laughs> but but you know, like that's all right. The, I'm still not a believer in Zach Wilson. Um, and let's keep in mind the Dolphins just lost their their second string quarterback. Um, Dude. But yeah, you it know, was like the first, was wasn't it on the first drive too? I think. Yeah, but he he it was very early. I think he had one or two completion. But but, but I think that's something you need to talk about too, because that's the new rules, right? So, yeah, yeah. Roger, yeah. what are the new rules? Do you, do you know what they are? Um, if they show any sort of motor function issue, um, what happened to Naeem Hines, for example, when he couldn't stand up immediately, he wobbled? Um, when they when that you're gone, occurs, like they pull you, like you can't even go back, right? Yeah, I I think that. Yeah, I, I believe it's that restrictive. I think it is just at this point. No, you're just not going back in. Um, which that you know that's going to be a problem. I mean, it's the right yeah, they, call. They were saying that some of the players have been noticing it. They're like, get up quick. If you hear the mics, they were saying like like I heard on the radio today. Like some of the mics are like, get up quick because they're going to pull you out. They're like, just get up. Like just tell them. They're telling the players because like, even if you take a deep breath just to get collect yourself, they think something's automatically wrong. So they're like, get yeah. up. Let's keep moving, and then we'll work it. You know, work it out. Unless you're really yeah. like, shot, they're like running backs. Anybody that gets whacked now, they're like, just get up. Like, because if not, they're gonna like pull you out of the freaking game, man. Yeah, yeah. and good, good and bad though. I mean, it's like you know, players are always gonna play. And you, you listen to any of the broadcasts, anybody who's like you know on any type of sports radio talk, who are former players, are like literally you would have to hold me back and tie me down to like not let me go back in the game. So like. And that's their job, man. So you get it. But at the same token, like sometimes you need to protect a player for themselves. So Agreed. good, bad, or different. We'll see how it works out. But sorry, Raj. That's right. Um, yeah, I don't like anything about what's going on with the Jets' passing game, though, with Zach Wilson. I, I just no. no. It's, I, Put in Joe Flacco. Put in Joe Flacco. Right. Put in Mike White, bro. He'll even be better than him. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, didn't Mike White? Support Elijah Moore last year was it Mike White that did he was, that? Yeah, and he yeah. was a dump down to the running backs too. He was like mm-hmm. epic for the yeah. It 
Yeah, that's, I, a, that's I, what Michael Carter had like those monster games. It was a Mike White was the quarterback because he's dumbing down to him. Yeah, and he got hurt in Indianapolis, and that was the end of his little mini era, and it was wasn't that fair. Yeah. With you. Yeah. But it's definitely the uh, right. that Hall's got the back, man. Everyone's rooting for him here, bro. That's it. Oh, there's there's not even a, there's not even a question about that, yeah. man. That's Hall's got we, we knew it was a matter of time, and he he's like he blew the doors off off that thing, so it's his ride now. Um, all right, Roger, I'll throw it back to you. I'll, I won't interrupt you. <laughs> I'll let you actually just talk. <laughs> I feel like I just cut him off all the time. Atlanta Falcons, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man, take it away. I'm going to just shut the hell up. Yeah, there's nothing to really talk about this game. It was a boring game. Um, call it a day. You know, Fournette. <laughs> I can't the mic. And he's just like, man, fuck it. What? No, Fournette. Yeah, you can just, that's it. I mean, there's nothing to talk about. This game was awful. This was a terrible game to watch. Bogus call at the end. Falcons yeah. played well. I mean, defensively played fairly Falcons well. Should have, that should have been the Falcons game, dude. That was completely bullshit. You know, oh, Tom Brady sure. kick you, then Tom Brady can kick you in the crotch and it's all good. But, you know, I mean, hey, that's yeah. why I'm you the GOAT. You get what the hell you want, clearly. Yeah, I, I don't think we learned anything except for maybe that the, the Buccaneers still aren't all the rust knocked off yet. I can't – you really can't watch this game and say, oh, Tyler Algier can't play him next week or Drake London's not good. I mean – the Falcons offense isn't great. They they covered Drake London well and Algier will get better matchup going forward. So I think you still gotta play him next week. Roger, I have a quick on the fly. What's up with uh Pitts, man? Hamstring. So we'll see. We don't know yet. There's no it's like a was it's like a week to week basis we're on? Yeah, as it stands, but hamstrings are tricky. So it could be it could be three weeks, could be yeah. could be back already next week or yeah, it's week he six. Could be back and then strain it in the game and he could pull him again. I mean, it's just, it's, it's yeah, like uh, I think they probably should just like have him Take sit out time. a couple weeks. Yeah. Those, you don't want to be Julio Jones, right? No, not at all. Well, I mean, they're two and three at this point. I mean, they're not looking like they're going anywhere this year. So yeah. Get them in when Ritter's in. Try something different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they're going to have to figure out if Ritter's the guy of the future, they're going to try to pick up another quarterback with a higher draft pick. So, all right, so we're going to go Tennessee Titans, the Washington Commanders. That's going to throw over to Pat. Oh, God. Wentz was a complete train wreck. I, wa- I watched the end of the game, and I was just – it's just frustrating. I think either of us could throw a touchdown at that last drive. He just threw it into triple coverage. My man, it, it wasn't even like a – that's, that's what Wentz does, though, man. Pathetic, All right, bro. so we're going to do the over-under real quick. Over-under that Wentz gets traded two more times to two different teams over the next three years. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if commander next year. That's for sure. He'll be out. Yeah, I don't. Will he be on two different teams over the next two no. years? Yes, <laughs> but will he get traded? No. no. Will he be he'll signed? Get dropped, yeah. Then somebody yeah. will pick him up. Then he'll he get dropped again the same he'll season. He'll get another jersey like Fitzpatrick. Like you know, he's just yeah. getting bounced Fitz, around. You know, Fitzpatrick earned those damn jerseys though. Yeah. They just nobody ever wanted to give him the reins. They wanted to bring in somebody else. Like Fitzpatrick fucking earn those jerseys like Carson Wentz gets it for like the first two weeks and then it's the Wentz show where he just like I just feel bad man because like these guys actually have people that want to play like these these guys like you know got some great wide receivers like young guys look at the run game it's like watching them it's just depressing and then I saw Ron Rivera in a he had like a comment today he goes you know what's the difference between all the people like in the NFC East he's like it's the quarterback it all is it It's, it's the quarterback. It's built around the quarterback, and that's why where they are is the quarterback. He, he when your head coach even tells you who it is, we all get it. So yeah, and then um, Derrick Henry looked great. That's the other thing I can tell you. He, he looked great to me, but he's playing the Commanders. There's really nothing to be like. There's no major highlights, bro, except for Robert Woods not getting the ball as the number sure. one. All right, so let's skip the next game. We're gonna go to Roger the, ten, the Texans. Uh, Houston Texans versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's a lot of uh, Jaguar question marks going on now. Yeah, that... there's this it's a weird. <laughs> no, it's just a, it's a weird game. Through I, <sighs> well, because the the Texas defense isn't uh, great. I'm just busting it, it balls. Just, you know, like they just didn't. I don't know. The Jaguars didn't show up. I'm not. I don't know what happened with that team, that game. It was a weird game. Um, Pierce getting some. Passing work, which is good to see at five targets. Uh, you may have to start looking at him as a running back one. Um, yeah. He's getting all the carries, and now he's getting involved in the passing down work. Uh, five targets, yeah. So, And that's, I think, two weeks in a row that we've seen this. So 
um, ETN also starting to out-touch Robinson um, all, all in all. Uh, he had five targets as well, but they both had 10 carries. But ETN looked much sharper, so... Yeah, no, I think yeah. Don't. Maybe a trap game is what I'm thinking. I think the Jaguars are better than what the score looked, the game looked. But yeah. I'm muted. No, you're not. What? It says muted. It's crazy today. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that game's uh, nothing to write home about. I, it's boring. I mean, other than Damian Pierce and seeing Travis Etienne juice and both, it's that's it. All right, all right. So Pat's Pat's thinking that he's he's uh he's watching the action in the background and happy about certain things. Listen, Kelsey just muted. scored a touchdown, so I'm really happy. I know you gotta mute yourself, bro. I Jesus, I did. yeah, you're you're increasing my edit. You're increasing my editing time now. We're telling everybody what's happening behind the scenes. Jesus, yeah, man. All right, so you, so put down your phone. You got the, the San Francisco 49ers and the Carolina Panthers. This is probably one of the one of the. Biggest shit show episodes we've had so far, but you'll be seeing behind the scenes, so it's just gonna be what it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna broadcast it as is, man. Fuck it. Yeah, man. Um, there's nothing really to talk about. McCaffrey is great. The Panthers are a dumpster fire, and they're gonna sell everything, and that's it, man. And then what about what about Garoppolo, man? Are you are you believing in the in the Jimmy G? He's okay. I, I mean. He's not playing A1, you know, teams, you know. I mean, they, the, the Rams is a division game, so I get it. You know what I mean? That's going to be natural. But uh, I'm not fully sold yet. Yeah. Okay. What about what about Wilson, Jeff Wilson, running back, man? He, he yeah. tore cool. it up, man. 17 carries, 120 yards, and a touchdown. And a tutty. Yeah, man. But, I mean, you're playing the Panthers, bro. It's just like another, like, subpar. Yeah. But the Panthers' defense isn't, I mean, they're okay. They're just, but 100, 120 yards is still big, man, for yeah, 17 carries. Are. That's still pretty epic, so. No, I agree. I'm cool with that, man. It's not, like I said, these are just, these, some of these games are just duds. You know, you only had a handful of, like, good games yesterday, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I mean, there were some that were, I think were better than others, but I think, you know, I'm going to leave the last one for you. It's your favorite team. Oh, so we're going to go two in a row for Rodgers. So we're going to do Dallas Cowboys and the L.A. Rams. Zeke, what would you do, Zeke, Raj, if you had him? Um, I, I try. Uh, I don't know, man. So he had a lot of carries. He had seventy-eight yards. No, no involvement in the passing uh, passing game. Nope. I think I'd. It's one of those things, you know. If Dak comes back, are there more options to score touchdowns? And that's what you ask yourself. Uh, where you drafted them? Are you going to get the? You're not going to get the value. Um, that you drafted him at, so you may have to hold him. If you can pull off a trade, yeah, I would love to. If you can get a young receiver or in a dynasty league, I, I don't think you're getting much for him at all. Maybe no, you're tanking no, no. I mean, next year. Everybody's warning coming into the season that like he was not going to be anything um, that was like worth even paying attention to. So it is what it is. I mean, you just got to hold him at this point. Nobody's going to give you anything for him. Right, but. He is getting the volume, and the offense should improve, and the team's showing that it's a good team. So maybe he scores touchdowns, you know, and that's really what was missing in this performance. If, if he had scored a touchdown with the 22 carries and 78 yards, we, well, okay, it's a different game, right? But True, yeah. But but Pollard, again, looked, looked like he was definitely the dominant. Like, he more bursts. He ran over a couple of people, like, going towards the end zone. Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely – Yeah, Pollard but yeah, let this be um, let this be a prime example. Of, like, don't draft Zeke next year. <laughs> even if, yeah, even if you're really tempted to, and there's a lot of talk coming out of camp that like he's got his he's got his burst back and it's Zeke and he's back to his old ways. Like, I'm not touching Zeke. I, I was not going to touch Zeke this year. So, no offense. Yeah, if you, you draft him, you're kind of stuck with the fucking shit in your bag. This is kind of, yeah. This is the last of I think any high level production for Zeke. This oh, for sure. And the the Rams right. we talked about earlier, so you know it's just they got a lot to work on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, Kyler doesn't necessarily look like a franchise quarterback. He hasn't. I mean, it's it's ironic that like Kyler got his contract and Lamar and them are both trying to get him at the same time, and Kyler got his for whatever reason, probably because they paid the coach and the GM at the same time or right before that, so they probably felt like they had to then pay him. Um, and then you've got Lamar who legitimately is MVP and he can't get a contract. So yeah, the offense mm-hmm. looks broken. So moving on. Oh shoot. That was Rams. So moving on to the Eagles. And the 
Cardinals. That's going to be a good one today, bro. This is the best. Yeah, lucky 13, man. Come on. It is. I think it's unlucky 13. I think that's what's fucked about it. <laughs> Go ahead, Roger. Take it away, man. You want to you want take the mic? You can lead the show. Yeah, and uh, like a... Uh... No, I, I liked what I saw from Marquise Brown, what, what we've been seeing from him the last couple of weeks. I, th- I think this is finally starting to gel. It was a tough couple of weeks at the beginning of the season, but I think there's a lot to like with what the Cardinals have going on right now. I, I know they're losing, but they're going to get Hopkins back. I think that's going to help Connor when, if he's healthy, once he's healthy, um, opening up some running lanes. Because I think right now with Marquise Brown not doing well at the beginning of the season, teams are just dialing in on Connor. Um, the Eagles are the Eagles, man. I, I don't know that they're great for you're playing Smith and you're playing Brown, but yeah, they're winning, but I'm not a, I don't know. I don't know yet. We'll see what happens. I feel like the Smith and Brown, you know, like um, are going to be between the two of them. It's going to be AJ Brown one week. It's going to be Devonta Smith the next week. And Mm -hmm. it's going to be a yo-yo between the two of them. I don't see one week where they're both going to be epics because we've also got Hertz who just, he can run the ball. So like he can take points away, targets away. Um, Still looks really dominant. I mean, he had 15 carries for 62 yard or 61 yards, sorry, and two touchdowns. So, yeah, Goddard looked like he was back to being Goddard of old. So, I mean, we'll see. I just feel like that offense because it is so dynamic. In a sense, I feel like there's also going to be these these weeks where like there's going to be some players that they're just not going to give you what you're th- expecting because you're expecting it to be constantly high powered. And I don't think that offense is always going to be high powered offense. If that's what you're kind of getting at. Yeah, I, that's the thing is I'm not I'm not sure either. I don't I don't think so. I think I think when they play the Cowboys, it's going to be really interesting um, because there's still the passing flaws in Jalen Hurts' yeah. game, and I don't, I don't he can run yeah, the ball as sure. much as he wants. I don't care. At some point, you're going to have to pass the ball, and he hasn't proven that he can do it. Same thing with Trey Lance basis. before Trey Lance got hurt. We're saying the same thing about him. Like you can run it all you want, but until so you can like consistently throw the ball. Yeah, and I'm just going. To, I mean, he's he's going to be a QB one. It's not that. It's just we haven't. We haven't seen it yet uh, as far as can he actually go against a tough defense because they haven't done that yet, and that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, fair. All right, last game to wrap it up, and then <laughs> and then week thir- or the uh, 13th episode we put End to bed. End this shit. <laughs> so Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. Let's talk about your team. Go ahead, Pat. I mean, I, I gotta tell you, man. I, Lamar is gonna get paid, man, and he just proves it week, he better. week out, dude. He's that's the highlight, man. He is, he's the man, bro. He's gonna get paid like it too. He played his cards really well, and <laughs> he's gonna get paid for it. Um, they can't stop him, man. The guy can throw, and he, he's running. He's like that. Was he? I don't know, Roger. No more. I mean, his rushing stats are, are ridiculous. His numbers are, are unbelievable for what he's doing. So he's throwing I mean, dimes. He's throwing dimes too. Um, so it's not just it's not just like running. It's like he's yeah. he's throwing amazing passes while he's on the run. He's looking kind of like Patrick Mahomes did a few years ago. So it's like him and and, and Josh Allen, bro. Just like it's just watching some of these guys play. It's it's beautiful. And then on the other end, man, Bengals. I, I thought they had it, and it's just it just looks so disorganized, man. There's no no flow. I I can't see consistency at, at all anywhere. I don't know what the play calls are doing or. I thought, you know, you go from having a line that was piecemealed together last year and you go to the Super Bowl to a line where you handpicked this to put it together to save them. And it's just, a, it's atrocious, man. I, I, there's nothing else to say, man. It's a disappointment. A huge disappointment. You know, we kind of joked back and forth throughout the offseason about like when we were numbers. talking about like, yeah, dude. What's that? Yeah, all those touchdowns and numbers, what you yep. thought what was coming in, it was hot. And then it's like, it's, no, I don't even think anyone would really expect what he's doing. Like how? No, not as bad. I mean, I I, I challenge you that if all of them could be that good. That was a yeah. challenge that we kind of were talking about, which is fair because you can't have one team where everybody's getting touchdowns left and right. That's that's you know not really never been done before. But to have them all to be this bad, like that was a, that's a different conversation that neither of us saw coming. And I did not even if I would have. And I'm a betting man. We're obviously all betting man. I would have never bet that it would be like this. There's no way in hell everybody saw this coming. Dude, it's literally black and white. There's no comparison. So, no, hats off to Baltimore. Now they're, you know, headed into the division, and they got the tiebreaker because it's really going to come down to Cincinnati and Baltimore. Right. And, get, and honestly, Baltimore's going to be the team to beat in that division now. So, hats off to them, dude, and we'll see how they do. Crazy. All right, gentlemen, uh, crazy uh, episode 13 for us. Some stuff that we have to edit out. And there'll probably be some random stuff that I'll leave in that people just wonder why the hell is that going on in the background. Um, 
but yeah, uh, <laughs> any parting words for the two of you? Thank God it's over. We're a little rusty with the three of us. It's been a while since all three of us have been yeah. together. It was a couple of episodes with me and Pat. And then there was like a week and a half with me and Roger. So this is a couple of, we're trying to get back into our groove again. So we apologize, but oh man, you start to see kind of how we are. Dude, we're having fun, man. It's raw. Yeah. Real. We're just regular guys. Just like anyone that's listening to it, man. We're just like you. I mean, and, and you know, Roger, I'm saying you didn't put me on the injury report. My head's okay. So I am back in action. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to do a recap. We had, yeah, we got to do an update. Update, yeah. man. I'm back and I uh, feel great. <laughs> yeah. So day, what people... Day to day. <laughs> what was that, Roger? Day to day. Yeah, it was day to day, bro. <laughs> it was day to day. Um, what people can't see is like, even though we only do an audio... We actually do, we do see each other on video, but we don't show the video. We haven't recorded that yet. Future state was we will start to put some of this maybe on YouTube uh, with a video as well. So I can, we can see Pat's little scar, his little battle wound from the shelf that took him out. So uh, <laughs> yeah, Las Vegas <laughs> the assist for that one. I promise you that. Oh, the tequila. <laughs> the, would you, Roger? Would you say yesterday or Saturday? You said tequila sell the veins, or what was it? Was oh. Uh, what was yeah? I forget what I said. Tequila, um, <laughs> damn it! Yeah, tequila mind. I think is what you said, or tequila uh, memory, yeah. or something like that. Yes. Yeah, just... Well, let's put it this way: definitely, that was my blood type for about four days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> are you? Are you A? Are you B? Are you, are you positive? No, 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 man. I'm tequila. What? <laughs> no, just straight tequila. Great reposado flowing through my veins, man. It was great. Fuck but, yeah, man. No, Fuck yeah. So we're, we were talking before we jumped on. Uh, we need to get to LA. Maybe we'll try to plan the three of us go to LA to try to go to the that amazing stadium out there one day, and we'll we'll do a podcast from from there. I'm with, I'm with it, man. Yeah. All right, all yeah. right, gentlemen. It, it was an awesome, awesome episode. It'll sound funny when we listen to it tomorrow, <laughs> but uh, that wraps up our eight. Or sorry, our fucking eighteen. Our thirteen. Lucky number thirteen, which is yeah. why we're cursed. <laughs> and Halloween's coming up too, by the way. So, uh, right. so thanks again, everyone, for listening. Please remember to rate and review. Hit the subscribe button, please, please, please. Tell your friends. Uh, you know, again, we try to we're trying to keep this as real as possible. We're just normal guys like you guys are. We lo- live, love, and die in fantasy. We're watching the games as we're speaking, which is why we're kind of a little distracted, or a game, I should say. Um, but yeah, this is a big thing for us. So we're real people. So you know, there's going to be some fuck ups here and there on episodes. But uh, thanks for uh, sticking it through. And uh, until next time, peace. We're out. That's it. Kelsey, I need 14 more. Please. Please. Also, I need CEH to score zero more points, please, because I'm going against him. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>